So my guest today is Andrew Wright, choreographer for Half a Sixpence. Hello, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Lo lovely weather today. Oh, we love the sun. Oh, gotta go sunbathing later. Good. Definitely. Great. Um, so let's get cracking. Okay. What sort of training did you do before becoming a choreographer? Um, so I went to Arts Ed in Chiswick uh, in the early 90s, like 100 years ago. <laughs> in fact, I was with a student today teaching them and they said they were born in 2000. I was like, what? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> How can you be born in 2000? I know. We hate them. Far too young. Um, so yeah, I went to Arts Ed and I performed for 14 years in the West End as a dancer and then 2005 was my last show. I did the first cast of Mary Poppins mm -hmm. and then I thought, okay, it's time for a change. Mm -hmm. I was getting too old. Nobody wanted to see an old dancer on the stage. <laughs> well, you still I, got it then. <laughs> I think I didn't still have it. So I was just like, okay, it's time to have a new chapter. But actually mm -hmm. the transition into being a choreographer was hard. And it took about, I think, about two years until I actually had a proper paid job. You know, I did lots of work for fringe shows for no money, colleges, anybody that would give me a go. Yeah. And then... Just to get the experience. Totally. And to get... And because people in this industry like to kind of pigeonhole you as one thing. So I was known as a dancer, then suddenly, you know, oh gosh, he's now a choreographer, that's confusing. Mm. <laughs> you know, so... But you'd think it would make sense. Like, just well, you'd think so, but people... Are wary of people who transition into another role. Yeah. So it took a while before I actually had a decent paid job as a choreographer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of like the transition period, what yeah. do you think of when TV actors go into theatre? What's your sort of um, take on that? It's look. I mean, I think in an you know, it, everyone likes the idea of of transitioning through different um, genre, mm -hmm. and I think some are more successful, some are less successful. Um, I recently, last week, worked on a film, and I've never worked on a film. So that, for me, was a new new environment. I'm so used to working in a theatre, yeah. and how, you know, putting on a show is it's what I know. That suddenly to be working in a film with all different hours and different work ethics is hard. So I think any, anyone should have the right to give anything a go, shouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Great answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what was the first job that you had... Um, as a choreographer or director, so you do both. Um, well, the first like proper job. Yeah. <laughs> first, well, what what you consider the first proper job? First proper job was a show which was in the Liverpool Playhouse, and it was the year when they were the city of culture. So it's two thousand and eight, I think it was, and it was a show called Once Upon a Time at the Adelphi, and it was okay. about the Adelphi Hotel in Liverpool, which is this is still there. It is amazingly um, iconic. 1920s hotel which is unfortunately very run down now but it was a show about it in its prime in its 20s and how it is now so the two worlds yeah. and sort of the, how the hotel is kind of ghosts of the people that were there in the 20s and it was a really really good show sounds really interesting yeah and we brought it to london in the year after to the union but it was very kind of Liverpool centric, like mm. the people in Liverpool loved it. But I think out in Liverpool, people were a bit like, I don't know what this hotel is. You know, they didn't, yeah. they didn't relate to the story. Whereas in Liverpool, it was like, yes, this is our hotel, yeah, it's our story, our history, mm. exactly. So that was kind of my first, I think, proper job as a choreographer. Yeah. Okay. With actually like working with professional actors, putting on a show with costumes and lights yeah. in a proper theater. Yeah, so it was pretty terrifying. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I'm sure amazing as well. It was. I mean, I'm sure if I looked back and what I did on it and looked at it now, I probably would would weep. <laughs> think, what, what were those choices I made? 
you know, I think over the years I've become a bit braver as a choreographer. Mm -hmm. At the beginning I was very nervous and very sort of cautious, but I think yeah. now I'm a bit like, yeah, give it a go, let's just try it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to deviate from my questions a okay. little bit. I'm going to do that quite a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Hamilton coming to the I haven't end? seen it. So I don't know anything about Hamilton. No, I haven't seen it either. No. I've, got, I've got it booked for December. Wow, how did you get a ticket? My mum booked it for oh, me. We like, we like your mum. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, great. I mean, why not? I mean, it, it's fantastic and it's got all this hype and I think London will massively benefit for having it. Mm. I don't know anything about it and I know it's a, you know, it's a story about the American history, so who knows whether that will go down mm. well in London. I, yeah. you, you don't know and sometimes when a show crosses the Atlantic and is a huge hit, either side, maybe if something goes from Britain to America, that there's it often doesn't quite translate the same. Mm -hmm. Um, but then some shows do, so look, who knows, I can't wait to see it. Me neither. But, yeah, so I um, yeah. think it'll be exciting. Mm. Yeah. Um, which do you prefer, choreographing? I can't, I can't pronounce Choreographing. Choreographing. It's a, it's a hard do... word, <laughs> and it's always hard to spell. English. I've written it so many times, and I still find it hard to yeah. spell, yeah. That word? That word. Or directing? Um, I suppose I'm more comfortable choreographing, because that's what I know, mm -hmm. and you know, I was a dancer, and it's you know, it's, it's so I, I know that world. Every now and then, I like to direct. I don't like to do it all the time because it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And sometimes it's quite nice to hide behind the director. <laughs> and if it wasn't very good, I'm going to go. Wasn't me. I don't mean that. Yeah. But if you are director and choreographer, then you are to blame. Like if if it's not good, it rests on your shoulders. If the mm. choices you made are not right you have to take the blame. So I do like doing both. I wouldn't like to direct all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so I prefer, if it's one or the other, definitely choreography, okay. but I do like doing both, now and then, on the right Yeah, project. I think they're both, they're both very different, so. They are, and actually I'm, I like to collaborate with people, so when I'm doing both jobs, I often find, it feels quite lonely, because I've got nobody, normally I'm like turning yeah. to talk to the director. Yeah, you to whisper to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's just me, okay. Um, and you know all the cast look to you for your knowledge and you think sometimes you just go i don't know the answer to that you have to be honest yeah and someone wants you know has a question and you have to go i actually don't know the answer yeah i'll but, get back to you on that <laughs> yeah but we'll discover the answer mm -hmm. yeah you can't know everything no matter how much you try to and i think the first thing i directed i tried you know to know too much and you know and it, it, was, it was tough it was a tough tough uh, show but but um yeah a combination of both Okay. What is your dream musical to choreograph? What well, I would nobody will do this because it's not commercial. But I would love to do Damn Yankees. Okay, I've heard of it. I'm not sure about what yeah. it's about. Yeah, I mean it's about American baseball. So mm. you know we don't have American, we don't have baseball really here. No. No, you know in America it's like football is here. It's their lives. Mm. But I absolutely love the show. And um, when I was a student, it was on at the Adelphi. And it, a Broadway company came and did it, and I sat mm. and just amazed at their yeah. skill. And the show was hilarious and a big dance show. I would love to do a big production, but it won't be done because every every so. no because a commercial producer will just say nobody will see it because there's no known songs on it. We don't relate to baseball. It's American. I think they'll just say. Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I would love to do it. So if any producer wants to do it, 
Let's do it. Holler at you. Yeah, yeah. holler away. <laughs> Go for it. Um, what is, or who is your biggest inspiration? Um, create, you mean as a... As a, as a choreographer, yeah, for the work. Probably all those MGM movies. You know, I used to watch those as a child and just, you know, Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, all, all those amazing dancers. And, you know, you can't, uh, for me, I like that old school style and um, incredible technique that they all had. So I suppose they are probably the reason why I started doing it in the first place. Um, but there, look, there are so many brilliant choreographers at the moment as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm inspired by all, all people. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of new choreographers coming through, which is, is, is fantastic. It's great to see. Yeah, great to see, mm -hmm. yeah. So Harvard Sixpence is closing in September. Are you sad to see it go? Very sad. I mean, hopefully that won't be the end. I think, you know, it may tour or there may mm -hmm. be another production um, abroad, we hope. Um, but we started actually a year ago. We started in May last year rehearsing it. So we, it will have done a year and a half in okay. total. So I think for a show that is on paper quite old fashioned, it's, it's done okay in London, you know, yeah, even though I don't has. think it feels old fashioned, the production, because it's a beautiful production. And having Charlie lead the car so brilliantly. Mm. Um, but I think, of course, it's always sad when the show closes because you invest so much in the show and, and you want it to be a success. Absolutely. But every show has to finish at some point. It does. And you, you just have to go, okay, that was nice while it lasted, and then you move on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Were you involved when it was at Chichester? Yeah, I choreographed it there How as well. How has it evolved since then? Hugely. I think, again, in Chichester, we were quite tentative with it. And I think when we brought it to London, the show's a lot bolder here. Um, and also, it's in a smaller theatre. This theatre that we're in, in Old Coward, mm -hmm. is um, smaller than Chichester. So Chichester, okay. it felt quite sparse. Where in the Old Coward, I think it feels like it's a riot because it's, you're <laughs> quite, as the audience, you feel quite on top mm -hmm. of it. It's intimate. Intimate and the stage, Cameron designed it so the revolve comes out into the audience, so you feel it's not sort of shoved behind the proscenium arch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's all it is always sad, but I'm happy that we had the transfer, and that's that's you know wonderful. It is. Yeah. I really love the the rotating the revolves. So, yeah, yeah. That you have on, on stage. It's yeah. So we had luckily, so we got five. Um, people who haven't seen it we've got five revolving stages oh yeah spoiler alert oh spoiler oh my god <laughs> should have done that, that before no. oh no it's okay <laughs> come and see the show yeah exactly um and thankfully we had them in rehearsals because i'd choreograph num some of the numbers all the revolves are moving in different directions and they oh. dance across them and it was carnage so yeah. the first time we ran it in rehearsal room you know like, everyone was falling over people falling off. Off. yeah totally <laughs> So thank thankfully we had them. If we didn't have them in rehearsals, I'm not sure how long our tech would have been in Chichester. Would have been in weeks. But mm -hmm. I loved the fact, and because Kips's world is sort of spins out of control when he gets. Or oh, another spoiler. That's another spoiler. Maybe. Yeah. When he comes. Don't talk go over it. <laughs> come on, it's closing. Yeah. When, he, when he comes into the money, you know, his world kind of spins out of control. So we use that thought with the set that once his life changed so did the uh the feel of the stage the motion of the stage very metaphorical yeah good use of imagery yeah yeah um so did a bit of research yeah you're doing a show called five guys named mo yes. what is that about so it is written by clark peters 
and Clark is directing this production. Clark is an amazing, amazing man who has a crazy long CV. Amazing actor, amazing singer, and a thoroughly lovely human being. Really cool bloke. And it's the music of Louis Jordan. And it's basically, you find there's a character called Nomax who's kind of in a, you know, not a great place in his life. And out of nowhere, five guys named Mo mm -hmm. appear and sort of transform his life. And once he, he, he has, in their eyes, become a better human being, they go again. So these, these five guys appear magically out of nowhere, sort this guy out, and then on to the next person. But it's an absolute celebration of Louis Jordan music, and it is stunning, stunning music. It's like a big party. So okay. I think you should go with friends, and in, our, in, the, in the Marble Arch Theatre, you sit around tables, so you can have a drink during the show. Ooh. Um, it's very much aimed at people just going and having a great night out. Yeah. It's a feel-good show. Which is what you want when you go to the theatre. Yeah, Absolutely. totally. Yeah. So when is that? So it opened in September. I'm looking okay. at you think, thinking, is it September? I think it's September. Yeah, it is September. Um, I got here 12 week run from the 29th of August. Oh, I was oh. so close. <laughs> you were August very close. Slash September. Yeah. <laughs> well, it will be, you know, will be on in September. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So 29th of August. And we, yeah, we opened and we start. Actually, I did a day's rehearsal last week on it with the guys and they were all brilliant because we're shooting a commercial next week for the show. Nice. And then we go into rehearsals in July. Yeah. Lovely. What is my next question? Um, do you have any advice for anyone who wants to become a choreographer? Um, God, look, I always say don't be too good because I hate competition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am joking. Um, it's hard because there's no training to be a choreographer. You, I don't think there's any course. No. I don't know of a course you can go on to be a choreographer. Do you? I mean, I've no, never, I don't. I mean, no. you train to be a dancer, dancer and they say from there you can choreograph your own stuff. Yeah, I, I think personally I learned from all the choreographers that I worked with. I worked, I worked as a dancer for Gillian Lynn a lot, who did Cats and mm -hmm, Phantom yeah. and everything. Yeah, a really inspiring woman because I loved her storytelling. So, and everything Gillian did was quirky. Mm -hmm. um, and I, th I suppose I've kind of taken on that I like quirk and I like a bit of humour in choreography. Um, and I think I just studied for 14 years. I used to study how a choreographer works you know, their relationship with the director, their relationship with the text, with the music. Um, but I don't think there's any sort of rules to become a choreographer. It's interesting. Mm. I think if you have something to say, uh, a message to get out, then, you know, just do it and do it in any mm. any size. Put it on on the street or put it on in the elbow hall. You know, you can do, you can yeah. do anything anywhere. And I, I suppose I would say start small and learn from your errors mm -hmm. you know again like i was saying to the delphi the things i did at the beginning i probably would wince at now so i think rather than kind of go straight in uh, aiming for the west end yeah. work up to it and learn your craft i suppose absolutely yeah would you say it's the same for directing is there like a course for directing or do i you think just sort of... there probably is courses for directing i i don't know but i think you never i think unless you try something you're never gonna know so mm -hmm. just 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 try it and if you are passionate about something you should just do it you know you um when i told my parents at the age of 16 i was going to be a dancer i'm from somerset on a farm you know mm -hmm. that was not normal for a six-year-old yeah. bloke from somerset to dance and they were like go for it mm -hmm. you know That's nice. give it a go because what what's the worst that can happen and i think i and 
people always advise me not to do this industry. You know, my school, my um, careers advisor at school, mm-hmm. oh, you mustn't do acting. Yeah. Terrible job. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no work. And you think, you think well, there is some work. Some yeah, people are working. Yeah, look at all the shows that are on the West End right now. Yeah, so, and I say to people that I teach and... That if you if you really believe that's what you want to do, then absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. But if it is a question mark in your mind, my advice would be not to do it. I think you've got to know it's got to be in your soul that you want to do mm-hmm. this as a job. Because it's not easy, so you have to no. be you have to be in, you have to want it. You really do. You have to live it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, some people kind of go, yeah, I'd like to do it, and you think you're the wrong, don't don't that's the wrong attitude. You've got, it's got to be in your being. You need to survive tech and an eight-show It's week. hard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. a lot. But, I mean, it's hard, but at the same time, it's also thrilling. So it's 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 wonderful. But you've got to enjoy hard work, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was in the London production of Cats for three years. In, in like in, in it was tough, but I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Because it was just like, this is what I want to do. It was what I dreamed of doing. So I'm, I'm happy. And I got to dress up as a cat, so yeah. that, that was fun. That, a dream come true, I'm sure, for everyone. <laughs> well, I'm not sure everybody. <laughs> I'd love to be in cats, I just don't have the Which dark cat skills. would you want to be? God, I don't really know all their names. No, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I know Grizabella, but yeah. she doesn't dance. No, no. <laughs> she comes she... in and sings memory beautifully. Yeah, she has the easiest role. Okay, I'll, I'll be Grizabella. Be Grizabella, then. yeah, lead for the lead. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Yeah, I was McCavity, but I was renamed by some of the cast as McComedy. So I wasn't over, I wasn't overly scary because McCavity meant to be the horrible cat. Yeah. Yeah. I never quite got that casting, but there we go. Wonderful. <laughs> um, and where can our listeners find out more about you and sort of keep in touch? So I'm on Twitter, Andrew Wright Five. I got a group on Facebook, a choreography group, and my website, which I don't know what it is, but okay. you might. Know. I was. I don't. Can, I don't. But I'll no. search it up and put it in the link. I know it's got like on. a dash in it, and I, that's kind of all I know. But okay. if you go to my Twitter, there's a link on my Twitter. Um, and yeah, and I have a blog, which I do um, meant to be weekly, but it's a bit sporadic <laughs> at the moment. And uh, yeah, and I, I always love meeting people. And like when I'm in, like when I'm watching Sixpence, people come and say hello and ask advice. I'm always good for that because I used to do the same thing when I was a you know a seventeen year old person with you know stars in their eyes yeah. I, I'd always if I saw a choreographer saw a dancer I'd always go and ask some questions and I never mind that yeah I think it's important to have mentors when you're first starting out of course and that's something that I'm trying to reach for at the moment when yeah just starting out in as an actress or as doing this podcast where yeah. can I get information from to make me better yeah but you don't have to ask a question well I mean and, and I always I always will try and give time to people because people did to me and I really appreciated mm-hmm. that and I, I know I'm a patron of a college in Somerset for um, young kids because I think that it's important for them to see that it's possible for somebody who had no dance training when they were 16 in the middle of Somerset to go and have a career. Mm-hmm. And those kids, some of them think, oh, it, it will never happen. And I sort of say, no, it can, it can happen. If you've got the passion and the drive, it can happen. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's, okay. That's all for today. Nice to meet you. And you. Uh, Tune in next week for the next episode of Emerald City Talks.